I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Farmily. We are back today. Back again. Chatting it up. Oh, thank you for that, Jared. Um, I did something without telling Jared. Um, I feel like we have a pretty good relationship. Do you think that? <laughs> maybe I, I do think that. Maybe I should I just start right off the that, bat. That's pretty funny. I didn't though, even you hesitate. That. Like I would say, Annette, actually, this is the perfect time <laughs> on our podcast. Right when we're doing our podcast, let's, conversation. Talk, let's talk about the, our problems. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, by that I mean, I feel like we communi- communicate fairly well. We've not always, I feel at this point in our life together, we, I think, try to communicate fairly well. So there's a few things um, sometimes where I think there is a little disconnect in I'm home. I tend to focus more on like the schedule of things for the farm and garden and that sort of thing. And then Jared is very helpful and plugs in, but I kind of have to be like, hey, it's time to do this. Let's do this, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's time right now. We're in zone 7B. We live in Georgia. It's about the time that we start planning onion starts. So those are like the tiny little baby onions. Um, I get them from a farm. It's called Dixondale Farms. I think most of the country orders from them. Um, they're wonderful. I also have tried to start onions from seed. They're in the greenhouse. They're growing. We'll see how they do. But the starts are nice because they're like an already developed tiny, tiny bulb with a little root. You plant it into the ground and you hope you get onions. So back in, I don't even know, like two months ago, maybe three months ago, I put my order in. Yay, it was set to arrive. And it's funny how... Living on a farm and having a garden, you start to kind of um, plan things around when you do things outside. So Valentine's to me means onion planting. Basically, for my zone where we are around Valentine's, you then plant onions. So since they arrived in the last week, I've been telling Jared, hey, we got to get everything ready, plant onions, plant onions, you know, et cetera. So Jared's like, all right, well, just just tell me when we got to do this. So the weather, always unpredictable. But today it was going to be glorious and sunny. So we decided to plant. And what I failed to mention, this is where the whole communication thing probably didn't work well jared's like all right well how much you know how many beds are we getting ready what are we doing i'm not exaggerating i ordered almost a thousand onions (laughs) (laughs) how many how many a thousand Uh uh-huh it's like 800 basically basically. so when i what i failed to mention was the uh, gr- the grandeur grandness the what's the word i'm looking for grandeur yeah of my an onion planting um, idea. Ambitions. <laughs> we don't have space for that many onions unless we ourselves become onion farmers and that is all we do from now on. Mm-hmm. I will say though, on a little side note, kind of like a little thing, if you've never planted onions, I actually feel like they can be fairly simple to grow there's not a ton of maintenance and we had onions last year from june 
Till January, I did not buy any onions at the grocery store. That's true. Which I think was so cool. And it was something that was kind of like just such a fun process, honestly. And just knowing that we grew those onions, we know what's in them. You know, they didn't come from far away. Like we had them, we cured them, we stored them. Very cool. Very cool. So if you get the chance to plant onions, I would say do it. You don't need a lot of space. However, if you're going to plant almost a thousand of them, then you have a problem. So today we planted like, what, 300, 400? Mm-hmm. 300. And yeah. we'll see where we go from there. <laughs> My dad has garden beds and I'm going to show up this week. Surprise! Yeah, exactly. Guess what's going in your garden beds? Onions. So anyways, it... It reminded me of, so we've been talking about, I think this is the third part in our series. Mm -hmm. What was our first? Do you want to remind everyone? The first one is love what, oh boy, see now I'm going to fail. Go. Oh boy. You go. Hold on, I got a note. (laughs) It's love who you're with was the second one. The first one was. Love where you live was the first one. Oh yeah, love where you live. Second one was love who you're with. Yes. And the third one is dun dun dun. Love what you do. Love what you do. And I thought about that some today when we were out there. And this can be applied to many different things in life. But, you know, you have to like a lot of things in life we do are work, right? We work. Whatever, you know, that kind of work that might be, we do. We all come from different backgrounds and do different things. But you kind of have to love what you do to a certain extent to be able to get through each day. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Jared had some good thoughts on this. So, yeah, I think a lot of us, and particularly dudes, oh. look for pretty much all meaning in life from work. Mm. And I think when you find people getting their hands into the soil and into nature after a long day's work, anything in and around that, you will find uh, serious satisfaction. So there is a statement from King Solomon, supposedly the wisest one who ever lived because he had all, he had wishes and he, he had, uh, he could ask for anything and he said, I want wisdom. So anyway, the, uh, one of the things he says is the two greatest joys in life are enjoying your food and enjoying your work. Hmm. And so I think for a lot of us, it's like, I need to find my joy and my work. I need to love what I do. And so I think there is a place for that. But I also think if it's not getting your hands in the soil and outside, like it's really hard to see what you did today if you're on Zoom calls all day. Like you can't really look at your finished product and say, wow, look at the lines in the grass that I mowed. Wow, look at those garden beds ready to plant. Or look at all those onions already planted. Um, so I think, I think there's something about that where some of the happiest people are involved in planting. But for most of the world, that's not the case. So then that leads a lot of people to say, you know, I want to enjoy my work. I want to love it. I want everything about it to be amazing. And that's not always the case. I've fallen into that trap a few times. But I feel like recently, in the last year or so, I had an intervention where I began to talk to some different individuals. Um, So, full confession, (laughs) um, there's a thing called leadership coaches, and I think you're advised to have one. But I'm a little insane, so I'm like, I want an old leadership coach, (laughs) I want a young leadership coach. 
I want a woman, I want a man. So I hired four (laughs) (laughs) from different parts of the world, different persuasions, different religious belief systems. Um, And I just wanted to see like how's leadership different and particularly asking all of them some of the similar questions that I had on my brain. And the greatest thing that came of it for, for me was that I can't look exclusively to my work for that joy and satisfaction of just loving what you do. But what has helped me immensely is getting a life that is sustainable and in balance where work fits into that. So one of the questions they asked me was, you know, what's your perfect day? And when they asked that, I thought, oh, this is so silly. Like, okay, here we go. I'm going to go write down, play golf all day. But you do have to write it down, I think. Yeah, you have to write it down. Absolutely. So as I put my pen to my paper, playing golf all day did not come out. It was, I want to eat a really great breakfast. Um, I want to study something for me. It's something spiritual in the morning, but something lasting, not People Magazine, right? Um, <laughs> and then I want to go work. And I want to work till lunch. And then I want to eat a great lunch. And then I want to go back to work. And then somewhere in the afternoon, I want to go work out and exercise, which that was something I just had been not doing for so long. And then I want to work, work a little bit more. And then I want to eat a dinner. And I want to spend time with my family where for many moons, it was wake up, work, work, maybe skip lunch, just keep working, keep working, maybe a little bit of dinner and then work till 11 p.m. What at midnight, 1 a.m. And that goes to sleep. I'm still working because magic's happening in my computer, apparently. (laughs) Uh, It wears you out and it's not sustainable. And so this to me was this radical thing of they basically, what's your ideal day? And I think the best way to describe it, what's your ideal normal day, not va- like vacation day. And for me, it was really building out this routine that was like, wow, I'm going to get healthier by, by putting exercise here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be happier by eating good meals at these spots and not skipping meals. And um, anyway, so you start to build this out. And for me, I realized, oh, wow, work is here. Work is here. Work is here. I love to work. I can get a full day's work in, in this ideal day. And I think a lot of people um, are just looking for, well, oh, if I can just enjoy work today, that'll make everything good. Rather than what is the life you want to live? And could you live it for the next 10, 20 years? So for me, I think I would just from a personal testimony, how do you love what you do? Your work fits into a great life that you are building or have built, if you will. Um, and I think there's routines in that. I think there's the daily routine. What does your daily routine look like? And so you can love what you do during those days. What does your weekly routine look like? For, so for Annette and I, it's every Saturday, like I'm unplugged. Um, I'm not paying attention to anything, news, anything, work, nothing. You're not going to get me. We, and we are with family. We are eating like kings. Um, we get out in nature if we can. Like that is our special day. Um, Sundays are what? Our garden day. Just like a round farm day. Round the farm day. (laughs) And then for me, it was actually every quarter, I need to vacate. I need to go somewhere else and just take my mind off our current home stuff and like, okay, you go to the beach or you go here, what do we do? But for two, three days, every quarter, like get out of your space, go somewhere else. And it's amazing the clarity in your brain that can happen through that. So um, I would just encourage anyone, if you want to love what you do, that work, particularly if we're talking about work, has to fit into your amazing life rather than trying to figure out how life fits around your work schedule. And that may sound a little idealistic, but I think it's possible. 
And I think it'll help everyone to do better work and to be a better, healthier person and to have a life that's sustainable. Um, so anyway, that's, that's for me. Well, how, how do you love what you do? And I think it also starts with just really trying to prioritize your time. Because yeah. a lot of times we just go, go, go. And I do this. And if you're not fulfilling you know, those areas of your life where you need to eat well, you need to exercise, you need to like rest, all these things, if you're not doing those things, then ultimately, no matter how great your work is or how, you know, whatever you do during the day, you're not going to feel good mm-hmm. because you're not taking care of yourself. You're not, um, you know, finding joy in, in different things. Cause you're just working. <laughs> so yeah, it, it really, you have to prioritize yourself and you have to prioritize your time and like what, what you fill your time with. Um, I know a lot of times I would fill a lot of my time with just not doing anything super important or I would be watching a lot of stuff or, you know, that sort of thing. And that didn't necessarily at the end of the day make me feel better. So for me, it pivoted when we moved out here and I really found a lot of my joy in doing things outside. And at that time I was working as a nurse. I was, I still had a regular job. Um, and I would just fit in some of those other things that I enjoyed doing when I had the time off. Um, but you kind of have to make time for those things. Like it's not going to magically just happen. And no, we magically all probably don't maybe have an ideal job that we do, but there are things you can, can do around it. Like Jared's saying to still like your life and like what you do. Um, so yeah, especially I do think, and I think maybe, we, maybe, I don't know, I start sounding like a broken record, but I do really believe though, that doing something outside or in the soil, in a garden, whether it be something small or large scale, whether you work a nine to five job and come home and go outside for literally 10 minutes and go grab some lettuce outside. I do think that brings such a level of satisfaction because you see the fruit of your labor. So even if in your, in your work, you didn't see progress that day, or you didn't, you know, achieve whatever you wanted, you might be able to see that in something you do outside. So I would encourage you to try to do that no matter what your job is to try to get your hands in the soil and do something outside because you will see the results and you will enjoy it. Now, will your plants die sometimes? Sure. And that's like a big bummer, but, but I promise you at some point you will find something exciting out of it. So yeah. So love what you do and just make sure what you do is more than your work. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for sharing all your uh, behind the scenes. That's right. <laughs> you always have a nice tidbits, so I, I appreciate that. All right, so that closes out our our loving our love series. Mm. Yes, um, I hope you still have love for me because we have more onions to plant. <laughs> there we go. So we will get back to that and then we will catch you up later and let you know how the onion planting went. But for now, thank you for listening and thank you for being a part. And we are grateful for you being a part of our happy family. Bye-bye.